Welcome to the Help for Wounded Spirits. This podcast exists to reach those wounded and suffering through life's trials. And now your host, Dr. Doug Carriger. Great to be back with you folks. What an honor it is to be on our 76th podcast. And today we're going to talk about a new place to live in and, uh, or even better, a living in a new place. As always, we're honored to have uh, Stephanie Wesco with us. And as we talk through uh, the Bible, as we look at ways that uh, uh, the Lord can provide help and hope for those with PTSD. And uh, so we're over, we're, we're visiting some familiar territory excuse me, we're back in John chapter 14. We're coming at it from a different angle, but there's so much here uh, for those people with hurting hearts today, for those people who are uh, suffering and hurting, and and God has so much to say. And I I think it's important that we look at that again and and, uh, we come to him and uh, seek his guidance in that area. So we're in John chapter 14 and verse number one. Well, good morning, Stephanie. How are you? Good morning, Doug. Doing okay. You know, good change, because last time we talked about changing up from, okay, Doug, you. So uh, you made the change this (laughs) week. So uh, that's pretty cool. All right, folks. So you may hear a couple things going on around us. I I seem to be in a place that is the most rain-filled county in the United States of America. We've had five inches of rain this week, and we're working on another inch today. So you hear a lot of rain in the background, perhaps. I apologize about that. So we're in John chapter 14, and we're going to go ahead and read uh, verses 1 through 3. Let not your heart be troubled. Do you believe in God? Believe also in me. In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you, I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go to prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself that there I am, there you may be also, excuse me, and I got to tell you, I always heard that when rain comes in, allergies get better, but I think in this case, we're proving that wrong. Mm. I think all the allergens are being carried into my home uh, through this humid air or something, but so, so as we read these first three verses, and we talk about a new place to live in, you know, as Christians, we really do live in a new place. As Christians, we really do have a different perspective, a different look, a different time. As Christians, we're, uh, you know, we are uh, with the Lord and, and you know, we are, he's in our heart, he's settled, he's resting, the Holy Spirit of God is indwelling within us. And we no longer have to worry about our heavenly home because he has that worked out. But we see there in verse number one, it says, let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. Now, uh, to be clear and, and to be absolutely biblical in this perspective, this isn't saying we get saved and everything gets better. This isn't saying uh, we're not going to have troubles. This isn't saying that troubles in some way will be lighter. This isn't saying that, uh, you know, all of a sudden everything turns good when we become a Christian. No, it's saying, uh, essentially what it's saying is if you believe in God, believe in uh, believe in Christ and believe in what Christ can do for us. There's going to be troubles, friends. Um, if we're not in trouble, if we're not going through something tough, a trial right now, there's one coming. 
Uh, we've already just got out of one, perhaps. I don't know whatever the case is, but it, it's just clear that the Bible tells us that, you know, our heart being troubled depends on God. It doesn't depend on the things we can do on this earth. And then that second verse, before we go over to Stephanie, I just want to look at each verse individually. In my Father's house are many mansions. And if it were not so, I would have told you, I go to prepare a place for you. So we, we have a home. We have a dwelling. There's something waiting for us. Uh, I've told the story before in this podcast that uh, I remember my first major separation from my parents is when I had joined the army and I had been away at training for several months and and uh, Christmas came along and they granted me some advanced leave and they they sent the company home on block leave and and uh, so I went home for a couple of weeks and man was it great to be home the familiar smells those different things you know mom's spaghetti uh, those types of things it was so great and uh, and and I think when we get to heaven we need to understand it's even greater it's it's going to be that final place it's going to be that that home that's forever. It's, we're going to be taken care of. We'll move where God tells us to move. And I know some of you are quick to point out the end times prophecy and eschatology and, and uh, being here on earth. It doesn't matter. I just know that my landlord and those of you who are saved's landlord uh, is is going to be God. And that's all that matters. He's going to make sure our dwellings are fine. And and uh, uh, and I, I'm pretty excited about that. And uh, and so it says, I go and prepare a place for you in verse 3. I will come come again. And receive you unto myself, that where I am, you might be also. So there's a promise here. We we live in this new place of a guaranteed dwelling. We live in this new place of uh, a mansion waiting for us. We we live in this new place where our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ is waiting for us. We live in this new place that where He tells us where I am, that's where you're going to be, and, and that's a lot, folks. And so as we go through things, we've got everything. We have the promise of being with Christ. And I don't know about you, but that's that's a promise that's significant. That's a promise that should lighten our worst days. That's a promise that should touch our hurting hearts and make them feel better. That's a promise that uh, really, I think, if we if we think about this and meditate on this, uh, that's a promise that can get us through this crazy earth we live on. Well, uh, as always, it's an honor to be here with Stephanie. And, and Stephanie, as we look at these things about our heart being troubled, and certainly you know what it's like to have a troubled heart and and, and, and then to have a dwelling waiting for us and those type of things. And uh, What comes to your mind? Well, I think it gives us this chapter, um, you know, gives us a basis. It gives us a foundation that we can go through life with that will keep us from um, sinking. Um, it gives us that hope that we can keep our eyes fixed on Jesus because these are promises. These are facts that he's given us. And, um, you know, she's pretty much start, starting out the chapter saying you don't need to freak out. Um, cause there's plenty of reasons to freak out, yeah. um, whether you have PT, PTSD or not. Um, but when you have PTSD, if you've been through trauma, um, it's extra easy to freak out over things. And, um, there's some verses in Isaiah that are very precious to me. Um, one of them in particular, um, the Lord's used many times to help me when I was at the end of my rope. And it's Isaiah 41, 10, um, where God said, fear thou not for I am with thee. Be not dismayed for I am thy God. I will strengthen thee 
Yea, will help thee. Yea, will uphold thee with the right hand of my righteousness. And remembering that we as God's children are safe in his hand. And um, there's nothing that can remove us, nothing that can take us away from his love. And there's no situation um, that we go through that he will not be right there going through it with us. And um, in Isaiah 43, God also says, Fear not, for I have redeemed thee. I have called thee by thy name. Thou art mine. When thou passest through the waters, I will be with thee. And through the rivers, they shall not overflow thee. When thou walkest through the fire, thou shalt not be burned. Neither shall the flame kindle upon thee. And one of the most precious parts of that passage to me is where he says, I have called thee by thy name. Thou art mine. And the fact that God knows me specifically, he knows my name, he knows my specific needs. He's not just the God who created the universe. He's the God that cares about me. And that's a very precious thing to be able to hold on to. And because of that, my heart doesn't need to be troubled because I believe that God, my God. And, um, yeah, I think having that personal relationship is everything to getting through, um, the trials of life that, make you want to quit or make you just want to curl up in a ball and die or dig a hole in the ground and bury yourself. And that foundation of knowing that God has, he calls each of us by our specific name. He knows our name and he cares about us specifically is huge. Yeah. And, 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 you know, one thing I was thinking about Stephanie, as you were just going through that and, and looking at those verses, you know, there's a lot of well-meaning people who, um, you know, and I, and I, and I guess let me put it to you this way. Did people come up to you when, when Charles had been martyred and you're back in the United States and they just look at you and say, everything's going to be okay. Oh yeah. 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 And yeah. And by, and, 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 you know, by, uh, by default, I mean, you know, according to God's word in a way they're right. Uh, but, you know, really a better way of saying that to somebody who's hurting, to somebody who's, uh, you know, on that terrible path of uh, of bereavement, of losing a loved one, of, uh, you know, of going through these terrible, terrible times and uh, and just say, listen, everything's going to be all right. Well, the, the Bible just says that, that God's going to take care of our hearts, that God's going to take care of us. You know, nothing will ever be the same in your life. So, I mean, how do you reconcile, well, let not your heart be troubled, you know, uh, I got a mansion waiting for you. How do you reconcile uh, with what God's saying here? How does this come together in your life and and put you in a place where the scripture comes alive? I think um, as you read through John 14, um, I've said this before, but John 17 is one of my favorite books or favorite chapters of the Bible where Jesus is for us. Yeah. And, um, as I read through that chapter and I see the love that Jesus poured out for us, you know, he even prays specifically, you know, he prays for those that would come after those that would be believing, um, on him that had not seen him, but those that would just believe on him. And he prays us and, um, there's that precious connection of knowing that we have the comforter who dwells in us. Jesus talked later on in John 14 about 
would send the comforter, I, and I will pray the other, and he shall give you another comforter that he may abide with you forever. Even the spirit of truth in the world cannot because it seeth him not, neither knoweth him, but ye know him, for he dwelleth with you and shall be in you. And I will not leave you comfortless. I will come to you. And the fact that Jesus, because, you know, three persons of the Godhead are one, through the comforter, because they're, you know, they're the same God, he dwells within us. And we have that comforter that lives with us, lives within us as God's children, who walks with us, who talks with us, who goes through life with us. And when you're at that point where um, life doesn't seem like it will ever be normal, and it may never be, you know, we have new normals, Yeah. Um, especially for those of us who have been through trauma or been through those life, completely life, brain-altering events um, that have changed who we are, really. I mean, those events do change your personality to a certain extent, and they do change how you think. They change how you respond to different things. But through all of those changes, we still have that solid foundation of knowing that the Holy Spirit of Comforter that Jesus promised and then the Pentecost, that he, he lives within us, and he's the Spirit of Truth, and we can trust what he says. We can trust God's word. We can trust as God illuminates his word to us through the Holy Spirit. And that's what we can trust in, you know, because there's so many spirits. There are so many things floating around out there. And I think it's made worse in so many times. I think, um, and you've told me this, get off Facebook, stop looking at, you know, people put stuff out there and God sometimes uses what's out there to challenge or to encourage, but there's a lot of stuff floating around out there that can send you into a complete tailspin of panic or of confusion. And so you can't make that your basis of truth. You can't make that your basis of trust. You can always trust God's word. Yeah. And you can always trust that comforter that yeah. he will speak truth and help you. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I, and I think that's the, I think that's the main point here. I think that's the crux of this whole podcast is it, it's not about how we feel. There's going to come, t- there's, there's a time in every one of our lives uh, where, you know, we're going to deal with death. We, we At some point, we're going to deal with our own death. Hopefully it'll be fast unless the Lord comes back sooner. And I know this is a hard subject. And I, I know there's people listening to my voice today that are going through terrible tragedies and listening to your voice, Stephanie. People we know and love are are, you know, in the hospital going through things. And, and, uh, and I know that, you know, that time thinking of death can, it can chill our, you know, our thoughts and it, it can just it can grab at our souls. But, but God's word is clear here that, that there's a place for us to go. Uh, it's already worked out. So if you accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, there's a place waiting for you. And uh, I think that's so important. I think that there's a positive message out of this. And the positive message is this. You've got a place. You have a reservation. Just like I I get on the road here and I'm traveling to Atlanta or whatever the case may be, I get a confirmation number at the hotel I'm going to that when I drive up, you know, I'm not looking for a place. I, I'm not that guy that can drive around and try to find the best deal after driving a half a day or whatever the case may be. Uh, but when I have that confirmation number, it does something awesome for me. It, it gives me, you know, a confidence that that room's waiting for me, that somebody has prepared 
repaired the room, that it's been cleaned, it's been uh, heated or cooled, whatever the case may be, and that I'm all set. Well, friends, we can have that same thought right now about what's going to happen to us when we cross over and uh, when we go to the other side that, uh, uh, you know, we are going to cross that gulf and, and, and not because of something that uh, uh, we can do. It's, uh, it's believing in Christ and trusting in what he does. He's the one who brings us to the other side. So, so friends, as you listen to this podcast today, remember there's four things we need to know to accept Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior. The first thing we need to know is we're sinners. The Bible says there are none righteous, no, not one. It says that we all fall short of the glory of God. And, and, and friends, let me tell you this morning, that's the most important thing to understand is sin is a major problem. And sin is something we got to deal with to get to heaven to accept Jesus Christ. So the first thing we got to realize is we're a sinner. The second thing we got to realize is there's a price on sin. The Bible says, for the wages of sin is death. And the reason we go through this chilling in our thoughts, the reason we uh, go through these terrors and worrying and things of that nature is uh, because sin causes death. People die. You know, I, I was telling Stephanie uh, yesterday here in town, four people passed away. And, uh, and, and so as we look at these things, it's real. Death is real. Uh, so number one, you're a sinner. Number two, there's a price on sin, which is death, which is real. But then that great news over in Romans 5, 8, Stephanie, that says, but God commendeth his love toward us. And while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. And brethren, can I tell you this morning that Christ has died for you? Uh, but there's something you need to do with that. Just like I had to enlist in the army to get all the benefits, you have to enlist and God's army to get all the benefits. And the Bible says that if we confess with our mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in our heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. And what the Bible's saying to us this morning is you're sinners. There's a price on sin, which is death. Jesus paid that price. But in order for us to enlist in God's army, we have to confess it with our mouth. We we have to pray to God is what that's saying in Jesus' name and say we know we're sinners. We know that only Christ can take it away, that we want that time together in heaven, that we want uh, to spend that eternity with our God. And and uh, and I think that that's all pointing to accepting Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior by praying to him by believing in our heart that he alone can save us. And you know what the Bible says? It says, for with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, but with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. So friends, this is my weekly talk that there's four things you need to know to be saved. You're a sinner. There's a price on sin. And by the way, everybody in the world's a sinner. Price on sin is death. And the third thing is Jesus paid that price. And the fourth thing is we have a responsibility to pray to the Lord, ask him to save us, to believe it in our heart, and folks, he will. He will. So, dear friends, it's always great to be with you this morning. We're honored uh, every time we come into your earways. We're honored by your prayers and your thoughts. If we can do something to help you, please contact us on Helpful Wounded Spirits Facebook page or our personal pages. We'd be glad to get back with you. Just in the last week, we've started working with a few extra people who've heard the podcast, who've uh, who've come along, and we want to work with you. May the Lord bless you, and we certainly hope you have a great day. Thank you very much. Thank you for listening today. We hope this podcast has been a blessing in your life. For helpful resources and to help continue this podcast, visit us at WoundedSpirits.com.